Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today. 570-726-6200. Rita? Hmm? I'm sorry for you. Recognize my child. Betray him and I will kill you. If you are now a Dane, you must undo the past. Undo the past? How? You must destroy Alfred. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to The Last Kingdom with Marion Blake. It's a podcast dedicated to The Last Kingdom on Netflix. So grab an ale, sit back and relax, and let's see how England was born. Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and Mary, I'm, I'm proud of you for finally reading the document and, yes. and, and reading the intro the I way that it's decided you know, to read the real words. The, the way that it was, you know, designed to be. <laughs> Just for the first time in like a season and a half. It's fine. It's, it's okay. It's okay. NBD. We, that's what we call it here. NBD. No big deal. Oh my goodness gracious. Hello. Hello, everybody. How's it been going? I'll tell you, if if that little monk said that kind of crap about you too, yeah. I'd be giving him a whack of maybe a kick too. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm on Team Uchard at this point. You, you, you can't be talking about a man's wife that way. Just because you want to, you know, get a little tickle. Uh, it, that, no, you don't talk about a man's wife. I mean, wife he could have gotten way. the tickle without going that far. You saw Ethelwald. Yeah, he, he, he was, was like, <laughs> stop now, stop now. He but was, Ethelwald's pumped because he just saved his money. He didn't have to pay for the exactly. He didn't have to do whore. nothing. He yeah. just showed up. And, what, do you, <laughs> what were they called back then? Um, Prostitute, still wench, maybe. I'll, I'll I feel go. terrible with all of the names. Just the woman. The woman, sure. You know, the sex worker. <laughs> I mean, is that the proper term now? Um, I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out what the proper term is. Yeah. I feel like all these other ones have bad connotations. Uh, okay. Anyway, well, so but regardless, I mean that that you know you, you just that guy deserved it. The guy totally deserved it. He didn't deserve to I'm not die. Sure if he, I'm not sure if he deserved to die, but that's his own fault for being sick and weak, you know, sickly and weak. Mm-hmm. That's his problem, not not, not Uhtred's. Just because you get a little bit of a whack doesn't mean you got to croak. Okay, all you right. Know, you just got to learn a lesson. I'm fine with sex worker. That's what I'm going okay, for Okay, we'll right go now, with okay? sex worker. I'm fine with that, too. Me, too. Me, too. I'm, I don't think it's... Uh, She's just trying to make a little money. You know? It's not derogatory in any way. No, but some of the other you words people use... You know what? Working girl. She's a working girl. Mm, I don't... We'll see. Anyway, <laughs> pie hussy. Yes. The pie hussy. All right. So. <laughs> all right. You ready to get into the recap and all yes. the details? All right. Let's let's do it. All right. In case you missed it, uh, this is season three, episode two. Quick little recap for you. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uhtred. Killed a father. I don't even know. A monk. A monk. He killed. He killed the the monk. A little monk who was speaking poorly of uh, Gisela. Gisela, not Giselle. <laughs> not Giselle. And he's so upset. Or and Giselle. Alfred's like, "You just killed my man. I didn't even like it, but you just killed him in front of me, so you're done." And Uhtred's like, "No, man. No, I got you." And mm-hmm. he ran away mm-hmm. like a super spy. Okay, super ran spy. away to go hang out with Ragnar. Ragnar and Brida um, and Prince Hans, Ethel fled. fled, wants to kill Ethel no, Red. No, no, sorry. Eth- Prince Hans is Ethel Red. Yeah. He wants to kill Ethel Fled. Correct. The wife. So watch out, print little princess. And, 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 and Ethelwald, who's Ethel Fled's sister. No. He's, I mean, <laughs> cousin. Cousin. Yes. Whatever. They're related. Yeah. Okay. 
he is chilling with the Danes, and he has been plotting this this chess game for quite some time. Yes, thinking that magically he can rule them all. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. And that is that. That's all right. the recap of this episode. Fair enough. Uh, the let's see. The director for this episode was Eric Leyenborg. Once again, he helmed episode one, the premiere. Uh, and if you want to find out what he has done in the past, well, I, you can go to imdb.com. Do that on your own time because <laughs> because I looked and I didn't recognize, once again, a single one of his okay. previous films or television All shows. Right. It's a lot of different stuff. Mm-hmm. So go check that out on your own. And the writer, once again, is the showrunner for The Last Kingdom at the time, Stephen Bouchard. Cool. Marvin, your Shields rating, what do you got? I liked this episode. Okay. You know, I didn't cry, but I liked it a lot, actually. So I'm going to give it a 4.9. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. You and I, same page, Marvin, Look about this us. episode. 4.9 for me that as never well. happens. As a matter of fact, yeah, 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 I'll stick to 4.9. Yeah. Uh, I really, really liked this episode for a lot of different reasons. Most of which I think we'll get into in the GBGs. I would assume but so. Ladies and gents, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself for some full-on, I mean, just Blake wearing the Last Kingdom pajamas episode today. Because Which you're technically not. You're actually wearing a shirt based upon... Uh, the Umbrella Academy. Monkey yes. in Space. So, yeah, Monkey in Space. So that's how Mary got me to watch the Umbrella Academy. She just called it Monkey in Space. And I was like, yeah, all right, I'm in. So I'm wearing my shirt from the Mary and Blake store, by the way. Go to MaryandBlakeStore.com. Get this shirt. It says Team Zero. If you're watching us on... Uh, on the social webs, if you will. So, mm. all right, Marvin, your GBG, what do you got for this episode for the good, the bad, and the great? All right, you ready yes. for my good? Let's do it. Brita magic. I've been missing me some Brita magic, whether oh, it is yeah. just the magic of her being on screen, the magic of this amazing, strong female who just doesn't, she, she's, she's really in charge. I mean, we all know it. Okay. Ragnar, bless his little heart. He's big. But that's all he's got. Yeah, that's all. Brita he's got. comes in and she's like, "Oh, hi. Excuse me, annoying blonde braid woman. <laughs> Stick a ram head in front of you." Yeah, it worked. <laughs> it did work. It I mean, worked instantly. Uchid is better. Doesn't have nightmares. Yep. Bada bing, bada boom. Brita magic. Yep. My bad. I just feel bad for Uhtred. It was nothing necessarily bad about the show. The bad character, like the characters who are acting badly and selfishly yep. and stuff. Whatevs, it's not anything new. Mm-hmm. I just feel bad for Utrid because really he's got no home. He just left his kids. Just left them. Yeah, that kind of goes a little I mean, undervalued. Never in this been episode. like a dad, you know, a present dad. Well, we haven't seen show. him in a, in a dad mode. Granted, he was home in Wessex for maybe three years or something, hanging out with the kid or wherever he was, yeah, yeah. Cookham or wherever he, he lived. Yeah, he's in Cookham. Yep. But but you know he's just like meh. They've got hilled. Well, it's not like, man, they got hilled. It was more like, mm, I just betrayed the king and I have to run as fast as he I can. He gave them a really good hug. There was a great hug. There was some good hug action. So I just feel bad for Uhtred right now. Yeah. All right. You're not great. Th- okay. My great. Hello, Leah Fritch. Yes. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. <laughs> well done, Netflix, bringing him back on board. Yeah, that was a smart move. So we shouldn't have killed him. <laughs> you know what we did? You know what? You know what you did? You know what BBC did? Big mistake. Yeah. Broke Huge. up the best romance of the Viking Saxon age. <laughs> Gotta bring him back in nightmare form. Yeah, that was that was not a smart choice from the BBC. Where he can also reference his random bastard that isn't his. It's Alfred's. Yeah, it's it's Alfred's. So weird. But no, it's his nephew. Is he Alfred's cousin? No, his it, the, the his sister was the one that had His sister Osford. had sex with Alfred? Yeah. How is that not being talked about more? <laughs> Everybody's like hating on Edward, like, oh, you got some pie hussy pregnant. Hello! Some pie hussy. That is a great Outlander cast reference. Did a far Oh, that was French. funny. Oh, man, go back to Outlander cast. And how did he fight for Alfred? It was probably like his little sister. And that's all you want to do is protect your little sister, make sure nobody, you know, fools around with him. Alfred knocks her up! Yeah. And then he has to be his sword. Oh, and he's cool with it? Yeah. Well, he was, he was more, but he more belonged to Otter, Otter, uh, Otter the elder, and yeah. then the younger before he, you know, did the whole treason well, thing. But still, yeah. 
Yeah, not not a, not a great look. Fan myself off. Okay, not how about great, you? What's your GBG? Uh, all right, my GBG, my good is um, what do I got in my notes here? I don't oh, know. The, I have a tie for my good, uh, and it is based in one simple. I hate your ties. Why do you hate my ties? My it's ties just are always one good. One G, one B, and one G. But it's wrapped in a single idea. Okay. Fine. Okay. Emotional math. Okay. The emotional math of this episode checks out, and it checks out in a big way. Uh, First, huge. Huge. (laughs) Um, First is the conflict between Alfred and Uhtred, how that develops, and the way that the writers stayed true to those characters, it didn't feel like it was forced. It didn't feel like, well, the plot needs us to get Uhtred out of Wessex and into Ragnar's arms. So what are we going to do? We're going to cook up this really stupid conflict between the between Alfred and Uhtred, and we he's going to break that. the... Not, I mean, that happened, but it didn't feel forced whatsoever. It was excellent. And then also... As much as I hate to say this, capitalizing on Gisela's death, the opening scene where Uhtred is digging her up mm-hmm. and Finnan is reassuring him, saying, what we did here was good. Yes. Uh, that is someone who is a firm believer in you know the, the Catholic faith mm-hmm. um, or the Christian faith, whatever it is, right? That's someone who's a firm believer. Uh, even, even Hild is reassuring Uhtred that what we're doing here is okay. It, it, this is blessed, hallowed ground. I get it, but but if Hilt says it's okay, it's yeah. okay, and it is okay. It's a get out of jail free pass. If Hilt <laughs> exactly, and uh, I will. Even though you didn't cry, Mary, I did. I know you did because you loved Gisela. I, I loved Gisela, but I also, I think, for the first time, really felt for Uhtred at this point. I mean. Having married Gisela, having children with her, be, being with her in Cookham and in and, and, and Winchester and, and, and living the life that they did. And he's having to, you know, um, exhume her body and then put her on a pyre and light her up. And it, it she was uh, a good wife. Man, it was just. It was beautiful. I didn't cry, but it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And Alexander Draymond, once again, I have to give him credit. I'm buying in on his re- representation of Uhtred in this season. I've bought in. Uh, so because of that, I I cried. You want to know why? It, it's so weird. Like, I I like Uhtred. I still don't love Uhtred. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to hang out with him. I wouldn't want to date him. I you know, I don't blame you for thinking that. Like he's but, a dangerous friend. Look but, what Finnan just had to do. What the thing that I have to accept is is that he really did love Gisela. Agreed. And because Agreed. of that sadness, I have to, I'm buying in because yes. of the way that he portrayed it, because of the way that it was written, and just like exhuming your dead wife's body. And you know, Uhtred's like, just oh, had a man. tough life. It has been a I tough life. I think that that's part of it. I think frequently in other stories, you get to really hang out with people for a bit of a joyous time, and yes. then you go through difficulties. Uhtred's, he's had a rough go well, since he was a kid. The other, the other half of it, too, is that this show, it churns through plot so much and so quickly that it's... you. Um, you can't have a Fraser's Ridge moment. I can't have, Did a you know, a Twilight moment where they're laying down in a meadow. <laughs> Hold on tight, spider monkey. <laughs> glistening and picking flowers. <laughs> You're right. No, but that's it. Like, I think of James Fraser, who, you know, in, in Outlander is this amazing hero who himself, you know, goes through many um, bloody and heroic battles. But because the main part of the story really revolves around the love between he and Claire, we get to have some of those tender moments. By the way, I know this is late. Sorry. Say it out loud. I, I was I was giving it to you. I was, I was hand, I, I know you you <laughs> handed it to me on a silver platter. I was trying to find it. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Um, you just don't get to have those little tender moments as much. And I think that that's part of the difficulty that I've had with Uhtred and his different relationships. Um, is the relationships with his female cohorts, aside from Brita, I haven't really been able to embrace that long. Yeah. Gisela, yes. She's, she now had more, but now she's dead. Goodbye. And, and that's the thing. Again, 
they 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 churn through plot and so much that you just don't have time. I like romance. I do too. And okay? you don't have they they all of the romance. I don't need sexy was, witch. I don't need sexy witch. All the romance was between season two and three. It was between. It was off screen, and that is the issue that I think you're finding with it that you can't invest in the relationships as much as you want because it's all I off need screen. A little love. It's okay? too. It's it, they're they're focusing too much time on. Okay, how do we get to A to B? Hello, I'm like dreaming up who's going to be set up with Finnan. Obviously, <laughs> I need a little romance. All right, my bad um, is Ethelred. Uh, not, well done. Uh, Prince, Prince Hans? Hans, yeah. Okay. Not necessarily because he's the bad guy, though he is the bad guy. That's he's fine. He's not really the bad guy. But He's a bad guy. He's a pebble. Yeah, he is a pebble. And w- what I fear is happening with Ethelred, and this is the bad, is that he's just gone into pure villain mode. Um, there's no nuance there. He's it's, never had anything good aside from being handsome when he smiled for the first time. Yes, but there was some nuance with him as it related to his relationship with Ethel Fled and how he was maneuvering between Alfred and Ethelfled and how he wanted to maintain his own stature. This has now just become, kill my wife, kill my daughter, we're moving on. He is uh, Prince Hans. He's Prince Hans. And there's just no nuance there. Yeah. That I find bad. I don't want that to happen. I want to see something come out of this relationship other than just go kill her. I mean, but there are basic people like that in life who just want the easy button and... Yeah, but reality is no excuse for storytelling. I disagree. <laughs> All right, my great. I really like Skade. Ew. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Come on, it's Leah Fridge. That's it. It's Leah Fridge's... Okay, is, it's is not April great. Fool's, Blake. No, but I just wanted to get a reaction out of you. Well, I hope I gave you the proper reaction. I thought you were going to go with like a, a really? Like, but you gave me an ew, which is fine. I mean, hello. Um, Gross. Skate is not the great. It's Leah Fritch. Uh, they, the show got weird with it. And I'm so fracking happy that the show just decided to say, F it. We're going weird. And have some crazy dreams. And oddly enough, Skate is part of that because they kind of validate that curse. They, mm-hmm. they validate her powers in a way. But mainly, it focuses on Leah Fritch. And anytime you can get somebody who is a, who is, who is a dreamt up character or someone who was once a reality uh, that is deceased or whatever, but put back into reality, I am all all about that life. It, for example, uh, Patty. Remember her for her in the leftovers in season mm-hmm. two, uh, and even season three. Um, a little bit of a spoiler alert there, but you know that that's a person that comes back up and haunts dreams, and she interacts with the main character. We're getting that with Leah Fritch too, and anytime I can get that, I am all fracking in. Sweet pea, that was my great, oh, and that's what makes me love this episode so much, Mary. Well, before we get into the rest of the episode. We want to take a moment and thank you all for listening and especially thank our friends at jointhenerdclan.com. If you are not yet a member, this is our little plug for you to join. You can join for as little as $2 a month, but I will say when you're at the $5 level, you're going to be getting a holiday card from Blake and myself, and those will be coming out pretty soon. So you're going to want to check that on out. It's a great way to support this podcast, really to keep it going with the website fees and the technology and all the different things that go into producing free podcasts. So right. thank you if you're a member. Yeah. You got it? Yeah. Well, you were saying rights. I thought you were cutting me off. And oh, about no, to I, say I wasn't something. trying to cut you off. Oh, I, I yeah, it's okay. I thought it was a right. And Mary. I, da, 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 da. So there you go. Just go to jointhenerdclan.com. We do. We are trying to get a goal of a thousand members, and it, it is something that we do need in order to get invest in, in a new computer for the studio. And uh, like Mary said, uh, for the holiday season, certain members are getting uh, holiday cards from us. Other members who are at a higher level are actually getting gifts from Mary and myself uh, for the season. So trust me, you don't want to miss out because the gifts we give are awesome, and our holiday cards are. Even better. I'm not going to lie. So go to jointhenerdclan.com if you want to get some cool stuff and snail mail from Mary and myself. Snail mail. All right, uh, Marvin, what um, what else stands out to you in this episode? I mean, like, where do you where do you even want to begin? I mean, because there is a lot happening here. Start I, at the very beginning. Um, it's a very good place to start. Mm. You you have a guideline. 
I mean, I do. All right. Let's let's talk about what this episode, the the framework is built upon, right? The framework here is the conflict between Alfred and Uhtred and how that comes about. Are you number one, are you buying the conflict? And number two, is Alfred correct in how he handled it? Yes. In both. <laughs> or just one. Which yes, one? Yes, in got? both. Okay. I am buying this conflict. I believe that Uhtred would do something like that, just smack a guy who's, sm- who's talking smack about yeah. his dead wife. I would believe that. Sure. I would believe that Alfred would have to say, um, excuse me, you just killed somebody in my presence in my special little chamber room that like all the stuff happens. It's essentially my living room, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Can't get that stain out of the carpet. Um, So it's something he has to do. Other people saw it. It's not like it was even behind closed doors and he could be like, okay, Uhtred, this is your one time. Like he's already given Uhtred little one time get out of jail. And I do believe that Alfred would have made that choice. And then he would feel right in that choice after what Uhtred did. He's sitting there saying, I have no qualms about my choice. So, yes, I think Uhtred is at a point where he could look at Alfred and say, look, this guy was just trashing my dead wife who I just burned. By the way, I know that Aylesworth is saying that this is hallowed ground and she she should not have been exhumed. The queen. But take a hike, guy. Uh, Who are you? Uh, Because that's my wife. She was not part of your faith. Mm -hmm. She held my beliefs in the way that – I, she was going to leave this world. She was going to rise up into Valhalla. That is how it is going to happen. So there is, there was zero uh, leverage, I think, in my opinion, from the king and the queen when it came to that. But when Udra does kill little baby monk over, not the that's, baby monk, but that's what I'm okay with. I'm, I'm not okay yeah. with the burning of, of the wife. Yeah. I'm okay with, the sentencing after the killing the of way, the But the way that monk. I look at that too is like the, the guy was talking so much trash about the about Uhtred's wife. He deserved a slap. And, and then I guess we can get into the the discussion of intent and what was the intent there. The intent was to give him a little give him you know feather dad, duster. You know, my, my dad used to call what? it brain duster. Yeah. Just that's give him what a I brain think. duster. That's what you I know, think. Just, whenever you whenever I did something stupid, my dad would come up and Boom, right right in the back of the head. Give you a brain. Not saying it's right. I don't believe in violence, but I think that that's what he was trying to do. I don't think he was trying to actually really hurt. No, I don't think so either. And that I my question then, I suppose, is does Alfred have to consider intent in this case? No. Um, Alfred's tired. Yeah. Just give me a basic yes or no. (laughs) Give me two choices. And does does Alfred have to consider the fact that you know, Uhtred has given over everything to Alfred and you're going to, you're going to, he doesn't care. You're going to do this to me. And, and I suppose Alfred's solution to the whole situation is fine. Pay the, pay the fee that you got to pay to the church, which You've is a hundred. He's already done that before though. He already killed the other guy who tried to marry his wife. And that's fine. Like again, you, you pay, you pay the, the wear guild to the church, the a mm-hmm. hundred pieces of silver and then does he do a little bit of line stepping here by making Uhtred pledge his life to Edward? Is there a line step there? Mm, this is before he killed the monk. No, this is after he killed the monk. He's like, listen, okay, you know what? We're not, we're not going to do nothing. What, what, you got to pay the money, but also you got you to gotta pledge your sword to Edward. Okay. Right? Does he overstep? Yeah, does he does he does he I don't overstep? Think so. I think there's a little bit of a line. He's a line step in there. I mean, personally, I would say no, thank you. I think this is a bad uh, a bad plan. But it's either death, or you need to serve another king, man. And, and I guess this kind of goes back to whether or not we believe Alfred heard the conversation between Ethel Fled and Uhtred. When at the end of season two, when she asks him, if I need you, Uhtred, will you, will you come to the call? Will you help me? Will you give me your oath? I don't think he heard it. But he was in the back. He was in the doorway when this was being said. 
part of me thinks that he did hear it and he's being surreptitious about it. Like he, oh, he's being conniving here and he's making it official. Like if he did hear it, if he did hear that conversation, is it still being, is he still... I think you're making stuff up in guy. your head because I, I think Alfred's going to die real soon. And I doubt he's going to say, Uhtred, remember, I overheard you because you kind of have the hots for my daughter, which is totally weird because she's super young. But I heard you already pledged yourself to her. So this is really awkward. Is Alfred making the best decision? No. Because he, I think, is clearly... But he also can't trust Uhtred. Even though he well, should. Well, I don't think he. I, I. I. don't think he cannot trust Uhtred. I. I think he totally can. His faith tells him otherwise. Well, that's the big issue here. Yeah, if and he's he, the leader of the church. It's a really big deal. Yeah, but then, then you have, and I, and this is why I asked the question. Then you have the dichotomy here of okay, the church, and the kingdom. You could argue that both are intertwined. Alfred would. However. There is a difference. A good American will tell you. But we're Americans. I know. Uh, an American will tell you, no, they're different. They can. Come, a Rhode Islander. A Rhode, a Rhode Islander. Rhode Island was founded on the separation oh, yeah. of church and state. Um, yeah, they they, they were not happy with their, any we're connection. We're going to stake the land to the smallest state. <laughs> it, was, it was their little F you to everybody else. You Puritans said we had religious freedom and you were liars. <laughs> Fine. We're going to go make our own state. <laughs> Call it an island even though it's not. <laughs> the, the, the difference is the kingdom has a specific interest at heart, which is growth and um, politicking to make sure that growth happens. Whereas the church, yes, is a matter of growth, but that happens in a completely different way. So is Alfred more, is he more, is it right to, to get, well, not get rid of, but to other Uhtred in terms of building his kingdom as opposed to doing it for the faith. He needs Uhtred to build his kingdom. See, I don't he does not he, need Uhtred to he, build his faith. I don't think he thinks he needs Uhtred to build his kingdom. I think he does. I, I don't think why... Alfred thinks he needs him. I think it's nice to have him. Okay, It's nice to have a nice car. It's nice to have heated seats and so, you know, got the like cozy, cozy chairs. It makes your long rides better. Mm -hmm. Your company is happier. You might get there more gas efficiently. Sure. But can a crummy car get you there still? Yeah. But they kind of address this question when when Uhtred says to Alfred, listen, you got Stiapa. It's he fine. Does. It's he fine. Does. You're fine. But he wants more, though, okay? If if I was king and I could say I could have a crappy car or I could have a really nice car and I had the money and I had the power, I'd say nice car, please, and thank you. But, okay, I'm going to have to banish Uhtred or kill him or something. Like, I can get there in the crummy car and I'll find another Uhtred. I'm the king. I don't know if you're going to find another Uhtred. I don't think you would either, but I think Alfred... Thinks he can? Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Alfred Alfred thinks he was chosen by God to run this country. Fair. I think he might have a little bit of an ego problem. A little bit. A little bit. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, let's, let's, I mean. You, you stole my purple pen. I did. Sorry. I need a pointing device. Yeah, but you break it. <laughs> I need a, I need a device. I can't trust you with nice things. Even a purple <laughs> pen. That's erasable. It is erasable. It's nice. You're breaking the erasable. Right, let's talk off. about Skade here a little bit. Uh, only because. Because she's your great. No, she's. Yeah. I like what they did here. I like that they validated this curse and even giving you a little bit of context concerning that curse where Finnan is saying, you need, oh, not Finnan, uh, Citric is saying you need to kill the curse before you kill the person. Because you and I are probably sitting there saying, well, like, why don't you just kill her? Or just get it over with, like, like Finnan is saying. Mm -hmm. Do you like how they handled this whole curse 
And do you, think, I, do you think it is the curse of power, or is it the fact that when Uhtred was trying to escape, he got hit with one of the spears and he got he got sick because it got infected? I don't think Skeet has power. I think that there is power in your mind. Okay, so he got a boo boo. He's feeling crappy feeling like the world's against him. His bestie doesn't turn out to be his bestie after all. Okay, he has no home, has no wife, probably dealing with a lot of grief still because that just happened the other day. Okay, he's just got a lot of emotions. And because of that, he's got a close, he's got a, he's got a fixed mindset, okay? Not a growth mindset. He doesn't have <laughs> like daily affirmations saying, Uhtred, you have done hard things and you will get through this. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have Hild with him. Uh-huh. You know, he doesn't have Father Bianca. Yep. So he's just, and then he sees everything through, through dark colored glasses. Mm. You know, this is the curse. We can all do that. You know, oh, bad things come in threes. I'm waiting for the third bad thing. Or, you know, today I've just had bad luck today. Oh, add this to the list. You're a real mindset person. 100%. You're invested in the mindset. 100%. I think that this is his own doing and he needs his next bestie. Mm -hmm. Finnan. Finnan needs to read the secret and understands the law of positivity (laughs) and the law of attraction. Just eat. I don't. I don't mind Finnan. Just you know what? Kill her. Get it done with. Let's go. Let's move on Finnan's here. Finnan's my man. Finnan. Finnan's great. By the way, Finnan makes a great turn in this episode, uh, especially when Stiapa is outside of Utrid's house mm-hmm. and Utrid, you know, giving the, the kids a hug and making sure that they're okay and everyone's trying to keep. And <laughs> Hilt comes walking up. All right, let me in. And <laughs> easy button. Finnan's like, yep, yeah, okay, sure, no problem. Stiapa says, hey, why does she go in? Yeah. And, he, and Finn says, yeah, yeah it's because we're afraid of her. You. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, hey, would you quit busting balls? Yeah. And yeah. I just, the show know, knows when to put its own humor Agreed. in the forefront. And Finn recognizing that he just was having fun with Siapa and is like, yeah, of course I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. This is yeah. great. Um, but also measuring that against, I, I think, what is the... Um, strict friendship not strict um uh fierce friendship between he and utrid mm. uh and that loyalty uh and even referencing back to the i bet you feel like you're back on the slave ship again you got out of that and you're gonna get out of this you just gotta you know we gotta work together um see that's yeah. what i'm talking yeah, about that's you've done the hard secret. things you've done hard things you can do this too <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Finnan. So, um, let's also talk about. Let's get to the great of this episode, obviously, and that's Leah Fridge. Um, it, both of our greats. Both of our greats. A dead character who's not really in the main cast anymore. No, it, but it, it <laughs> and that that does say something. I think BBC messed up. They, they done messed up. I, I mean, yeah, definitely. Hold on, they've, they've, they've earned it. this. You know, this is even if this is all we see of Leo Fritsch, I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy that they brought him back because the weight of that friendship didn't get a proper goodbye. Yes, I agree. We had a bigger impact when ship mast guy died. Yes. Helig. Yes. Heilig. Whatevs. <laughs> what? You're dead. Stats of a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead. Guy, you're dead. <laughs> because you know why? I'm your cousin from Boston. Um, even though BBC did make a mistake in making sure that Leah Fritch died, Netflix does capitalize on that relationship and I think does it in a very smart way. And it's not just Netflix, of course, it's Stephen Bouchard. So it, he's the showrunner. He's the one who's ultimately, you know, makes the decisions and is responsible for those deaths and whatever. Okay. But you can't help but wonder if Netflix did have some kind of input on this, recognizing the relationship. But not only that, basing this uh, manifestation, we'll just call it that, basing the manifestation not just in, um, you know, uh, feel-good territory, like, oh, it's Leah Fridge, yay, no, there's a real purpose. There's mm-hmm. a real there's a real drive to his inclusion, yeah. which is he is taking the form, I think, of what Skade calls it the gods, right? Mm-hmm. And fine, okay, whatevs. Yeah. But for me, it more manifests itself in Utrid's own psyche. In it, it it 
that manifests he's a manifestation of Uhtred's own choice because Uhtred knows what he did to the king was wrong. I mean, was it? I would have done it. <sighs> this is where we're different. This is, this, I would have totally, Uhtred's a Gryffindor, man. Can only, you can only keep it cool for so long. We're <laughs> lions, okay? <laughs> um, I don't know. But, all right, even if you disagree, like, even if you think that what, what he did was right. What did you right, think was wrong? I mean, I don't think he should have killed the guy, but he didn't mean to. No, no, I think that's fine. I, I, again, the guy deserved it. didn't like that, that he, like, took the knife to Alfred? I, I think he, breaking that oath. I'm here for it. I, I would have broken it then, Well, too. I'm I'm here for it, too, because this is the best conflict I think that the show has created This is yet. why I'm not a puff, see? This is it. I'm yes. not a loyal huff puff. Nope, all done. <laughs> you are you are a Griffin puff, but you are certainly, you're like 80% Gryffindor, 20% puff. Um, for our Harry Potter friends. Yeah. The the show has created its best conflict yet by making Uhtred really physically and actually oppose Alfred, right? And and they've turned that relationship inside out. Mm-hmm. It's now done. There, there, there is no way that this ends good for either of them. Yeah. It, it can't. There cannot be a reconciliation. But I think there's a part of Uhtred, regardless of whether or not you agree or disagree, or if I agree or disagree, there's a part of Uhtred that knows that what he did was wrong. Like, there's that split. We've been talking a lot, Mary, about the divide in Uhtred, one that is Saxon and one that is Dane. And what is more, what takes precedent, right? What takes over Uhtred? And sometimes it's more Dane, sometimes it's more Saxon. And this is that part of him that Mm -hmm. says... Yeah, you're going to your brother, but you know what you did was wrong. Yeah. And what you've done now is you've treated and you've made all of these people that are with you, mm-hmm. Team Uhtred, mm-hmm. they're now all traitors because of you yeah. and the choice that you made. Um, say whatever you want about Leofrich. He was a Saxon and he was he was Alfred's and Otta's guy. Mm-hmm. He was their dude. Um do you agree with that portion, Mary? Do you, do you think that Leofrich is it? What What is Leofrich to you then? If not in a this of, in this episode, and as Uhtred is getting sicker, and he's depend- the good of the Saxons. What do you mean? He's a good part of the Saxons. He's been good to Uhtred. I think that he um, is is a wonderful representation of an option of what Uhtred's life could have been. Cause you have to keep in mind, Uhtred was born Saxon, you know, that was a lot of his upbringing. He can easily go back and forth to it. And, uh, Leofrich doesn't let him down. So I think he's a very stable Saxon. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Leofrich, the stable Saxon, just oh, like Bianca, like you know, just stable, just stays the same. You know what you're going to get. Um, unless whereas- you get Bianca mad when he is, Oof. No, I, he can get I think mad. Richard knew what was going to happen with Bianca when he did that. Yeah, well, he's he's yelling. He, he's not a happy man right now, Bianca. And, and it's also saying, if he does anything to you, King, I will kill him myself. Yeah. I mean, them's fighting words. Bianca's not happy. Not a happy man. That's right not now. going to be a good Thanksgiving dinner. It's going to be super <laughs> awkward. Going to have to sit on opposite side of the table because you know they're going to get together since yeah, he's to. married to his sister. Yeah, right? Oh man! And I, it's gonna be a long road trip. Ugh! What? What am I gonna say to him? Yeah. Can we just not talk politics? Like, not talk about <laughs> Alfred at all? Can that just be a ground rule? When are the Patriots playing? Please Ugh. tell me they're playing at four o'clock, so that way we can watch the game. We need a hard end, okay? A hard stop. <laughs> We're leaving at seven. Hard out. Hard out, Tara. Hard out. <laughs> and, and we gotta have a safe word. Yes. <laughs> Pineapple. <laughs> that way we can leave. Oh, There's not going to be much of a cocktail hour. I ain't touching the shrimp. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> because you know he feels comfortable, you know, talking to Uhtred. Even when he's mad. Even when he doesn't make the same decision. So that sucks. This is going to be tough. Yeah. Um, do you think that this is The Last Kingdom's best conflict yet? And does it make up for the whole blood hair skate thing? Like, is 
is this where the direction of the show is really truly pulling, pushing itself? I mean, Alfred's going to die soon. Right. So I guess. I don't really know what you're asking. The way that this is, the way that this is, I think, developing is we have Ethelwald going to Ethelred and saying, we need you to be disloyal. And then Ethelwald goes to um, Dunholm and he starts talking about all this stuff. Like Ragnar is talking about, uh, well, not Ragnar, but um, Heston and then Bloodhair. All these people are talking about the idea of we need to take out Alfred. It, Mm -hmm. it, It is turning everybody against Alfred, but still kind of pitting Uhtred in the middle between everybody. Yeah. So is this the best conflict yes. that they've created so yes. far? Yes. And does it make up for the fact that like blood hair was kind of lame yes. and skates kind of lame? Yes. That they're not the main focus. They're just pieces of the puzzle. Yes. How many more times can I say yes? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know what I thought was smart though? No. Uh, when, when Uhtred is laying down in the cart, and after Leah Fritch appears, uh, he's he, Uhtred brings out his sword and he mm-hmm. holds it. He holds the hilt mm-hmm. of the sword, and uh, it focuses primarily on the the stone, the, the amber stone. Thing. And this show is a lot of things, but what it is really good at is transitions. And notice the very specific transition when Uhtred is holding the hilt. He pulls it closer to his heart. And then it transitions to a scene between Alfred and Aylesworth. And what is in the foreground in front of Alfred and Aylesworth, the same exact shape from one of the posts of a chair. Um, I missed that. It's giving you a visual transition, but also showing you that Uhtred is still the heart of the problem. Uhtred Hmm. is still in the middle of this issue. Uh, and that is when Bianca comes up to talk to Alfred about maybe you should go out. Maybe you should go have a party or something. Mm-hmm. Show everybody that, yeah, Uhtred is a, an issue, but let's distract everybody from that and show that you're still a strong king. Show mm-hmm. that you're you're not so sick that you can't handle this. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really liked that transition. I thought that was really good. Yeah. And then also um, – some editing, that's part of the editing, that transition. But other editing, too, here is when Ethelwald is narrating the idea that Uhtred is gone. Uhtred is, mm-hmm. he has left the kingdom. And as that is being said, they're focusing, uh, the, the visual aspect is not the conversation that's being had. It's actually Uhtred who is dying mm-hmm. on the way to Dunholm in the cart. And I, oh, I didn't pick up on that. Nice. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. What else stands out to you about this episode, my darling? Uh, well, as I said earlier, I'm just nervous about Uhtred's kids. I'm glad that Hild's there watching out for them, but Uhtred just doesn't necessarily have a home. He doesn't. He's going to Ragnar and Brita because that is what he has left. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like you said, we're in this conflict where he's been with the Saxons for all these years. And as we got to hear in the quote in the beginning of this episode, you're going to have to undo everything mm-hmm. like it's not even just okay buddy you get to be here this is a safe place this is a little retreat we'll hang out no you actively are going to be expected to undo the stuff you've been doing for the past what de- decade right or more um that scares me for Uhtred yeah and it's gonna be hard and saying yes I'm a Dane I'm a Dane for life and that's great mm-hmm. but you're right Mary there's there's some real stuff here yeah and I kind of hope that they continue on with the Leofrich aspect. Yeah. That he continues to haunt um, Uhtred. Mm-hmm. Because if they do, that means – that really bodes well, bodes well for that character. Not Leofrich necessarily, but for Uhtred. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really trying to find out who he is and what where his loyalties lay. Yes, it's great that he's in Dunholm. And it's great that he's with Ragnar and Brita's there. And she puts the freaking ram's head into yeah. the ground and – as soon as he, as soon as she does, it seems that you know Uhtred's sickness goes away. But that conflict is really ever present, and it's effervescent in Uhtred. 
and I hope that they continue going down that road. I'm also concerned for Uhtred's posse, you know, Finnan at the helm. This is not what they're here for. And, yeah, you know, what they were just having a really nice life. And it's not Uhtred's fault. Once again, I kind of would have done a lot of the same things he did. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But on the flip side, you sit there and you don't understand these guys. I mean, they're next to him, but you know that they must be sleeping at night being like, did we just choose poorly? Should we have stayed in Wessex? Well, that's where we great- had our home, had some food, hung out with, with, um, Scapa, Scorpa, Scapa, whatever. Stiapa. Stiapa. I gotcha. Yeah, that guy. Um, <laughs> Scorpa was season one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too many names, too many names. So I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling nervous for Finnan. I'm feeling nervous for Bianca. That's where my heart's at. Hmm. I, the way that I interpreted it was I, I don't think necessarily that the, these guys thought that they were committing treason necessarily. They were just escorting their friend to Dunholm and then they were going to go home mm-hmm. like they were going to figure it out. OK, you're here. We're we're all we're still your friends. We're still your buddies. But like we got families, we got friends all back home and all of a sudden we now have to have this conversation of whether or not these Danes are all going to unite and go back yeah. and sack Winchester. Like we ain't here for that. No, nope. we're here to be here your for friends. The party. I yeah. heard Danes party. I heard they drink a lot of ale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Came here for the Rams head. See a little magic, maybe a Brita magic show. Sure. Oh, Brita can't have babies. Yeah, and and the cousin, Ragnar's cousin, Canut. Oh man, we got that some more guy. names. The Weasley. Yeah, the Weasley. <laughs> Red hair, hand me down robes. You must be a Weasley. You're a wizard, Harry. That kid's a Weasley. He's definitely. What's his a real Weasley. name? Canut. Canut Weasley. Yep. Um, he talks about shame. Is he's a Percy Weasley? Oh, he's totally a Percy. He's totally a Percy. I'm head boy. Uh, I'm just going to judge. Move along. Hurry up now. Uh, I'm head boy. Is is Kanat really tapping into something here where Ragnar really is shaming Brita or is that just an interpretation? Do you I think? mean, in modern days, I would agree that it's shaming. But we have to take that context into account I don't here. Really, I don't take things into context, Okay. I'm just saying it sucks. I feel very badly for Brita. I'm um this is a modern audience that is watching the show that it was written for. So maybe if this aired magically back in the land of the Danes and the time of the Danes, people would look at it and be like, "Yeah, that's normal. This is what happens." But for it to be like so publicly known. You think of Outlander, for example. Yep. You know, where the Laird father of an heir. Yes. And um, his brother had to. And it was like under the DL. You know what I mean? Like nobody's really going to know. People sure. know. Hashtag spoiler alert. I mean, it's whatever. Not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's I'm not spoiling anything too big. So don't worry, friends. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that you can. I don't know. This to. I, I don't, I feel, I just feel bad for Brita. I feel bad for her because we obviously got to see her while she had her miscarriage. I wondered if it was Abba's. Um, little sorcerer guy. Remember Abba's sorcerer guy, the guy that had the ruins would always do stuff. Oh yeah, and he whispered into Brita's ear something, and then no, that was Isolt. Oh no, what was it? No, Brita? It was Brita, the guy who she like stuck to the horse naked and did something bad to him. Stick a stick up his butt. Yes, that guy. Put- I, thought, I thought he whispered to Isolt. I'm pretty dang sure he whispered something and Uhtred's like, what did he whisper to you? And she said, whatever, nothing, don't worry about it. But I, that never, nothing ever came through with that because I remember thinking maybe he cursed her with not being able to bear children. Oh, that's, that's certainly a possibility. Um, definitely a possibility. And then, of course, if that were the case, then she's talking about Ragnar being her child. I mean, that would... Story. That's the story. Name. Yeah, that's yeah. That was his name. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what else I really like too when shows do I something. Really do. I think it was him. Stick up his butt, guy. Yeah. Um, you don't remember that? No, I remember the stick up the butt thing, and I but remember the whispering remember him, thing. Yeah, I, I thought it was Isolt to whom he whispered. No. 
No, there were two whispers. There were there were there were maybe there were two. That's right. Scorpa was the one who whispered to Isolt. Okay, that's what it was. Fine, but Story whispered something to Brita that we've never had the payoff for, and I do think it has something to do with her infertility. That that would be fair, Mary. That would be fair. I think I think you're on track with something here. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Even though you forgot everything that I just talked about, I didn't forget. I was. You didn't. It's okay. Mm. That's what I'm here for. Okay. I forgot that there were two whispers. Uh, um, something else that a show does that I really love are, um, you know, hard cut flashbacks. And we, we got that in this episode when Brita is talking with Uhtred and they hard cut flashback to when they were children. When little kids. And that stuff I love. And you know what show really did that too really well was? The leftovers, and so it's no surprise that um, I loved the leftovers, and mm-hmm. that I love when the, when a show combines these, you know, same um, usages methods. methods yeah. yeah. Um, the one thing I will say about the flashbacks what, is, I wish they were more silent, um, like they weren't narrated necessarily. Uh, Utrecht says, "Oh, I remember the first time uh, I held your hand." Mm-hmm. I just wish that they cut to that. They didn't. He didn't have to say that. It was just. I wish it was more of a subtext thing. Oh. Of Utrid I was and, okay with it. And I, I'm okay with it too. But if I were writing it, it would have been just a reflection on the two people and their relationship mm-hmm. uh, and the commentary that they are making, that the show is making about these two. Mm-hmm. Instead of it being a shared memory between them, it would have been the show giving you context that these are still these two kids. They're still two children who were How friends. How do you feel about that? Because on the flip side, do you do you feel as a viewer of the show that Brita still has feelings for Uhtred, that Uhtred still has feelings for Brita? Not just of the like family, we've grown up, we've gone through a lot of stuff, but that there's a possibility of romance there between them. Yeah. I, I, it's hard to avoid, right? Because there was such a visceral connection between the two in season mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And even though we've had now multiple women enter Uhtred's life, whether it being Isolt or Gisela or, yeah, or even his high school girlfriend, even Skade at this point. Yeah. She's the high school girlfriend. She was the one that, you know, that started this process off, mm-hmm. you know, for him. And there is always going to be started that. the process of yeah. bidding lots of women. <laughs> uh, there's always going to be that connection. And, and I think that's hard to that that's hard to not address. Do I think that there is going to be something going forward? No, I doubt it, too. I doubt it. Especially if Uhtred continues to say that I'm a Dane for life. There's just no chance that he's going to do he Ragnar flops. dirty like yeah. that. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I don't think he would have Brita cheat on Ragnar. I'm like, what if Ragnar dies? Well, if Ragnar dies, then it's all's fair in love and war. Yeah, I don't think Brita's a cheating kind. I'm just saying, do we think that something might happen at some point? Or is that, or is Brita just done with him? For her to have this talk with him and say, if you wrong my child. All right, so here's a total... (laughs) Here's a total fence take. All right, you ready? I don't even know what a fence I'm, I'm take sitting means. on the fence, man. I'm not on one side or the other. Oh. This is a fence take. This is just an idea. This is. Is there a possibility that it, something could happen? Yes. Is it gonna happen? I don't know. <laughs> then let's carry on and that's move a from fence this. take that right is, there. I don't even why why I just wasted ten seconds of my time listening to that. I, no, I, I don't think anything's going to happen. <laughs> I, I, I don't think anything's going to happen. Okay. I, and, uh, In my dreams, something does. Unless unless Uhtred. Oh my god! Like they grow old together. Like they have a few more flings or whatever, and then they grow older. And Uhtred's like, I was never a good dad anyway. And mm-hmm. Pretty's like, I could never be a mom. But they have a great garden, and they get some dogs, and they live on the water, <laughs> and they get like a tandem kayak or what something. Kind of, what kind of dogs do they have? Australian Shepherd. Oh, dogs. okay. All right, good. Yeah, yep. sheepdogs. Yeah, that's that going to have to be a long trek to go get they those love, bad boys. They, they're Vikings. They love going on boats. It's not like you can Amazon an Australian <laughs> Shepherd dog. I don't think you can still even do that now. 
<laughs> I'm going to find out. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. We could do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, Mary. It's a good question. It's just my dream for them to have like a waterfront property. Is Canut trying to make the moves on Brita? That's a Cannot good question. Weasley? No. Cannot Weasley? No. Cannot Weasley? No. He's just looking for the nearest food. The nearest free meal. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, you got anything else you want to talk about this? Because we are at 54 minutes. We should probably wrap it up here. In a, in a I'm minute looking for Australian Shepherd Dogs for sale near me on the internet. So no, I think I'm all set. <laughs> Can they be shipped across the ocean in time for Brita <laughs> and Uchard when they uh, retire? All right. We got some listener feedback here. Uh, this mostly comes from jointhenerdclan.com, although we do have a couple of Facebook comments as well. Mm, this, the first one comes from Mallory Plower. I think that's how you spell it. Hello, how Mallory. You, how you pronounce your name. Uh, Mary and Blake. I'm glad that you're back. Wishing the best outcome for Mary. Of course, as most of you know, Mary did have surgery recently and she is still recovering from it. That's why I can still see it in her eyes that she's muscling through. But I'm cancer free. So that is very good. Yes. Um, And it was never cancer to begin with, which was excellent. It was just a lipoma. Uh, Question for you. A question for you, Mary. Um, Are you into the secret for reals? Because if you are, I will totally cave and read it. Oh, Mallory wants to know, Mary, if you are truly in on the secret. I am a huge believer in the law of attraction. Okay, fair enough. So are you telling Mallory to go get the book? Get the book. If you want to be okay, you can watch the Netflix thing. Just know that it's like so cheesy. Netflix thing sucks. They say the same thing over and over and over It's like microwave cheese. It's not even microwave cheese. It's like... It's like... Canned spray cheese. Yeah. It's cheese whiz. That's what it is. But if you're if but if I you're in a cheese whiz mood, there's nothing better than cheese whiz. But I think if you, um, yeah, either the secret or just the law of attraction and the belief of like positive mindset, I do believe in a lot of aspects of it. Hall of Fame caller Kathy from Cleveland Hi, has Kathy. Ch- chimed in. She's saying, "Blake, I knew you would love this episode. I cannot wait for the podcast." Kathy, thank you for staying quiet. Kathy is a Last Kingdom super fan. So I think she has seen this episode coming for a while and she knew that I would like it given my tastes. Oh, yes, for this yes. Episode. Kim, Kimberly Zagger also says, I couldn't wait for your reaction to this episode when I rewatched it. I kept thinking Blake will enjoy this part so much. And ladies and gents, you know what? Just for you, absolutely. Absolutely. This episode totally gets the outstanding. Jacqueline Clark says, I've been anxiously awaiting your take on this episode, Mary and Blake. I loved it. It sounds like you did too. I knew seeing Lear Fritch would make you happy so much. I miss him as well. Donna Leonard says, I won't say too much before the podcast, but the ultra complex relationship between Uhtred and Alfred is one of the great enigmas of this show. Mm. To the very end. And Ethelwald is the worm tail. I think she means worm tail. She put worm tongue, but I think yeah. it's worm tail. The, the, the worm tail of uh, the last kingdom. You're a wizard, Harry. Mary, would you agree that Ethelwald is the worm tail of the last kingdom? My the jury is still out for me. I'm I'm feeling a very little finger from Game of Thrones for Ethelwald. I don't think he's that and smart. Yet, well, I need I need to wait a moment. I need to wait a moment. I yep. agree he's not that smart. Um, so this is your developing take. This is not a fence take. I'm this not is even a developing taking take. anything. I don't, I'll get back to you about who I think he reminds me of as a character. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. And uh, she also wanted to point out that Finnan said, oh, Jesus, he looks the color of a Scots- Scotsman arse. <laughs> yes. Well done, Finnan. <laughs> Excellent job. Uh, Christine Wilcox says, hey, guys, offering some listener feedback for The Last Kingdom. Hello, hello. I think I'm just caught up on the episodes with you two, but I'm still on the season two finale podcast. I just have to say that I think there's a plot hole with oh. Father Bianca. Don't get me wrong. I love him and I think his character is great. But seriously, how old is he? He looked old when he was teaching Uhtred as a little boy. And Uhtred has to be in his 30s by now. The thought of an old priest in love is just kind of weird to me. I'm just saying. But thank you for keeping me entertained. I love your podcasts. And I hope that Mary is recovering well. Thank you. I would assume Father Bianca when we first saw him was maybe 30. Just had like early baldness or something, you know? Sure, sure. Or maybe he had to shave his head for the church. I have no idea. They couldn't young him up. Yes. 
They couldn't get him back to Sorcerer Stone young. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't spend the money with the CGI. But him being in love with Tura, we also don't know. Oh, well, Tura was around the same age as Uhtred. Uhtred yes. You know, hey. love comes at different ages for different people. You hey. find your person at different times. Different strokes. Yeah, man. That's how it happens. I'd, I'd be down for Bianca back then. You know what? I'm not going to love shame. I preach. <laughs> RR Studio says, oh, Blake, I've been dying over here waiting for the jokes about leg hair and blood hair. Who cares about the plot? How do we miss out on that? You know that? what? That was Seriously, a, a thank missed, you. A missed opportunity. An Outlander reference right there for all of you. Oh, man. What are you doing? Tony's, Tony Tubbs says, Blake, you had the correct word for skade. That is cartoonish. This mm. is my second time watching, and I've read most of the books, so I know her story, but still... She was just plain irritating, and I was with the men telling Uhtred to shut her up. Hmm. I see why some people don't like Skade. I get it. I'm totally out on her. I'm not, I don't think I'm out, but I'm close to out. Like, I'm, I'm 85% I would have been out. better with, like, an actual ghost. Well, we did. We got Leah Fridge. Yeah, exactly. That was better. <laughs> yes, it was. Julia, the last one, says, Great to have you both back and in fine form. I love your analysis. And yes, Skade is hashtag the worst. And a bit flat as a character. I must confess, though, I do enjoy Heston whenever he shows up. You kind of love to hate him. Brief time out. Mary, do you agree that you love to hate Heston? Is he better than Skade? Who's Heston? The guy that eaten the, the turkey leg. Oh, I like Heston better than Skade. Yeah, I do. I yeah, do. I think I'm in on that too. Uh, I'll co-sign. <laughs> the guy eating the turkey leg. That's all he is. <laughs> Hungry Heston. Hungry That's his Heston. nickname. <laughs> that will help me know who he is. Too many people coming and going. Oh. Hungry Heston. Bam. What's the Weasley guy's name? Canut. Uh, Canut Weasley. Okay. Hungry Heston. All right. And, and now we're going to get to a new one. Also, fun fact about Alfred's, uh, uh, Athelred's, Prince Hans Falcon. Uh, falconry, I learned from my son's recent middle school research project, Ooh. was a super expensive hobby. If you had falcons at the time, you definitely had wealth. Good for it's him. the equivalent of having a Lamborghini today. She says, cue the nerd. Yep, okay. Nerd! And hang in there. The season gets better. I promise. Well, I'm already here for I'm it. I'm already here for yep. it, too. I'm in. All right, uh, Marvin, you got uh, a... Destined to be theory of the week. I do not. You don't? No. Oh, well, do I? Do I? That's the real question. I doubt it. Or are you just going to pull a lame one out? Like, I'm not going to pull a lame one like, out. Like, oh, this is like kind of an offense, but not even really. That's not a fence take. Utra's going to do something drastic. <laughs> that was going to be it, wasn't it? No, I'm not going to say Utra's going to do something drastic. You are going to. No, absolutely there not. There you go. That was Blake's take? No, no, I got one. Hold on. It is not a coincidence. It is not a coincidence that we have uh, Alfred talking about an oath to Edward. But it's not about the oath to Edward. It is about the oath to Ethel Fled. The fact remains that she is going to be hunted. And there is going to be a reckoning here. Ooh, a reckoning. There has to be a conflict between Uhtred and and Ragnar. He can't just run into the Ragnar's hands in his arms and say, yay, wee! Everything's better now. I mean, I feel like Ragnar would totally accept that. That's well, kind of no, how he's no, been all this Ragnar time. Ragnar wants that, but yeah. in terms of the show itself, it can't just be, wee, Ragnar's here, I'm back, everything's fine. They need a happy Thanksgiving memory. They, they need to have Ethelfled call or do something or she just needs to come over for Thanksgiving too. She loves the Danes. You, you, just, it, you know what? What, what was it? Um, what? Uh, print me like a pagan. Yes. She's on the Dane side. Maybe she comes to, maybe. Oh, she hears it's where the party's at. Maybe she takes the, the mm. men of Mercia 
and brings them. <gasps> Let's does a big she, old party. Does she go against her dad? I doubt it. Oh, that'd be big. She likes her dad. I would doubt that. But listen, it ain't a coincidence that Gisela just croaked. And it ain't a coincidence that she wants to be primped like a pagan. And it ain't a coincidence. This is my take. This is this is okay, the destined to be good. theory of the I'm week. Glad. Ethelred is hunting Ethelfled. Okay, we know that that's happening, yes. and that's going to push her into the hands of Uhtred. When she finds yes. out that Uhtred went to Dunholm, she wants to be primped. She's got to get primped. She's in on the pagan braids. life. I want the braids. I want the chick- chicken legs, we turkey al- legs. We already know that the men of Mercia are loyal to her necessarily, not Ethelred. So is she going to take all the men of Mercia and combine them up with, with with leg hair and Heston, Hungry Heston, and Ragnar and Uhtred? And Knut Weasley. And Knut Weasley. And they're all going to come after Alfred. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a big black party. <laughs> How many food trucks do they need? Oh, uh, you know they're getting the taco one. And Will maybe, they get the vegan ice cream? Are they going to get the Korean barbecue? That's the real question. Honestly. I, you, you never you never go wrong with I feel Korean like Ragnar barbecue. would like that. I, he'd be in on it. Yeah. He'd the be scallion in. pancakes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it, ladies and gents. I think ready to close this bad boy out. Ready? Yes. All right. Let's do it. Thank you all so incredibly much for hanging on out with Blake and I. We appreciate uh, all your kind wishes when it came to my health. As I as I said, I'm in the clear. It's all good. It just just recovering. That's I, all. Honestly, when I saw how long it took Uchu to recover from that spear hitting him, I believe it. This is my first <laughs> surgery, and I thought I'd be fine in a day. I learned that lesson fast. Um, but thank you, thank you for your well wishes, and thank you, of course, to everyone at jointhenerdclan.com for your support. We honestly couldn't do this without you. So know that if you are a member there, each and every pledge makes the biggest difference for uh, Blake and I. Also, go to the MaryandBlakeStore.com. Listen, it's getting into the holiday season. And I know you nerds want to give out some great gifts. We got some great stuff at the Mary and Blake store, especially uh, when it comes to our uh, collection for The Last Kingdom or any of the other shows or podcasts that we have. Mm-hmm. We have a, a ton of collections over there. Uh, what, the one that is really, really taking off right now is the Potterverse. That collection is just leaving the shelves like wild. Potter fans love holiday gifts. So trust me, if you have a nerd friend that loves The Last Kingdom or you have a spouse that loves Mary and Blake or whatever... Go to the MaryandBlakeStore.com. There's a bunch of great uh, products and collections over there and great deals as well. Every single day, there's some kind of coupon code that you can use uh, to get the best price possible. Fancy, fancy. Well, on that note, my name is Mary. My name is Blake. Destiny is all. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.